Hey, everybody. For uh, reasons I will get into on the next show, uh, we weren't able to record this week. So I figure with episode 300 coming up, uh, might as well look back at our first anniversary episode number 100 in all its embarrassing glory. So uh, take a listen to this this week, and uh, we'll be back live next week. <laughs> live. Bye. Shit! God damn! I, I, I think I, I think things are getting out of hand. Mister, there's a hundred of those things out there. A hundred? Commence primary ignition. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say. Yo, 100. <laughs> I was actually, my intention was to do that 100 times. But I wow. figure, I w- I figure I w- by the time oh. I get to like like the, I don't know, 60th yo-yo, <laughs> you would uh, beat me to death with your chair. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, probably when you got to about 32. Oh, all right. I think. Good. <laughs> Good reflexes. Yay. <laughs> Happy 100, Chris. Yeah, I know, huh? Whoever thought. Who ever thought we'd do a hundred of anything? I know, really. I mean, there are those push-ups I do every day. <laughs> and you're almost at a hundred. Almost at a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I do one every day. Yep. So, um, but really... but the, the problem is, somebody finally told you that a full push-up is an up and a down. So that kind of took your number and cut it in half. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I was a little disappointed to hear that because, you know, I get confused because in the name, down isn't even mentioned. It's push up. Exactly. But if you're already up, what are you pushing from? It's sort of like a, which came first, the chicken or the egg? So, And I think the chicken's kind of selfish, so the chicken probably came first and left the egg hanging. So, Yeah. yeah. That just kind of brings me to a... Uh, that's a, that's I, I dirty. Saw, yeah, I know. That is dirty. But I, I, I kind of stole that. I saw a cartoon once where, where um, a chicken and an egg are like sitting in bed and it's like seriously like post-sex. And um, the chicken's like smoking a cigarette and sort of look, <laughs> giving the egg a dirty look. Well, I guess we answered that question now, didn't we? <laughs> Jeez. So anyways, folks, uh, we're like, what, 24 seconds into this thing? No, two and a half minutes in yep, and yep. we're already making... Chicken sex Bestiality jokes. jokes. Exactly. Well, not really. I'm not talking about fucking a chicken. No. No, nobody would joke about that. No, seriously. Not when you see the aftermath firsthand. No kidding. It's terrible. It's frightening. One day. One day we'll feel strong enough to talk about that. <laughs> so wrong. It's not today. Anyway, so what's new? What's new in your life? Not not too much, as you could, as you saw, as you watched last minute show prep. Yeah, no, it's because um, that's how I that's roll. How, that's how you roll. <laughs> but so. you know, we had, we had talked about doing special stuff for the hundredth episode, and we came to the conclusion uh, separately. <laughs> 
that it's better to just keep doing what we're doing. If this is working, then don't fix what isn't broken. Yep. yep. And, you know, don't decorate what isn't ugly. So it's um, like that. It took a second, just, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's. It's like Yoda giving works. advice. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, folks, this is going to be a pretty typical episode. <laughs> so, um, strap in and feel the G's. There's your there's your warning. So, um, we have gotten a lot of a uh, lot of happy 100 feedback. Yes. We've got a, a cake or a big frosted brownie. It's a gigantic brownie. Which is nice that from, we haven't touched yet from Mrs. Chris. I'm surprised though because normally you'd be eating now. Usually something like sticky. Yeah, I know. I'm usually chopping us, and I was actually I was going to go to the store before I came here, but the bottom of my car decided to fall off. Oh yeah. So I had to drive here in a scrapey, noisy, blah 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 yeah. kind yeah. of way. So I'm really looking forward to my drive home. Yep, you have manifold problems. Yes, I do. <laughs> so yeah, so trying to fold my manny. So you you've seen more stuff this week than I, I have. I think so. Why don't you go week? ahead? Um, all right, what did I see this week? I saw Cyrus. Okay, and? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was very, very impressed with uh, Jonah Hill, actually. Really? He did a good job. Why don't you say that again? I was very impressed with Jonah Hill. Okay, that's an isolatable soundbite. Okay. Isolatable. Yeah, nice. I don't know. Is that a real word, or did I make that up? Uh, it's, it's a It means word able now. to be isolated. So I Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> I'm starting to take Chris as a second language. So um, it was PhD good. Program. I mean, it was, um, it was, I think it was marketed as more of a broad comedy. Than I, yeah, I, didn't, I think that this was, it, it, I think it was marketed as a comedy with some serious stuff, but mm. it's the other way around. It's kind of serious with, it's like a, it's like a funny, serious movie as opposed to a, serious funny movie okay does that make I, sense yeah i think though that i've watched too many trailers because i knew what they were going for you could yeah. tell that there's that uncomfortable yeah, comedy but a lot of people but... were really disappointed like oh that sucked that was really depressing and but it, i thought it was oh, good it was god like, forbid a movie it was depressing. A, it was a it was kind of a darker comedy sort of thing okay everyone did an amazing job marissa tomei just keeps getting better and better hmm. so and john c Riley is Fantastic. So he can everyone, he can do some serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was really. I mean, that, he comes that, off in the trailers like kind of a sad sack, but yeah, he's actually kind of likable. Oh, he's okay. pretty likable. You, you you kind of root for him. Like, yeah, we want this guy to be happy. All right. Well, so that's interesting. Was, yeah, it was good. It was good. Now, the relationship between Cyrus and his mom is quirky, but not like creepy. Oh, it's not inappropriate? No, 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 not at all. Okay, because you're led to believe that as well. Yeah, I think it's sort of hinted at. Yeah. So, which I think is unnecessary. I think people are going to see it anyway. Well, you gotta got to try and hook them every way you can. If, yeah. If you're going to try and get them with raunchy humor, then... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that there's a, you know, an incest niche out there that... Maybe some what, market can't be trying to fill. Filmed with, filled with the, the, the porn industry? Yeah, I guess not. Uh, so, you know, because sometimes you, you want to watch that movies? outside, go on a date and see somebody doing their mom, but whatever. Um, okay. What else? I saw I Am Love. Now, what the hell is that? It's, um, 
it's an Italian movie with uh, Tilda Swinton, and from what I hear, she's not Italian. The, she's not, but she actually <laughs> learned Italian and Russian for the role. So huh? that's kind of impressive. she learned Italian in Russian. I guess so, she's yeah. the most interesting man in the it, world. It's Italian Russian. <laughs> so she's got all the you know the fascists in there. No, she um, she does a, a fine job, but the movie is it's kind of slow. Uh-huh. It's oddly intense well what's it supposed to be about? it's supposed to be about this woman kind of well it's it's supposed to be sort of about this this family that's going through big changes when like the big patriarch um of this super wealthy family sort of turns over the reins of the family business to his son and his grandson Mm. and then the tilda swinton character who's sort of like the mom um just sort of dealing with her kids, and then one of her sons wants to open a restaurant with this mm. dude, and then she kind of starts up with the dude, and it's all, it, it, it's weird, and it gets super intense at odd moments, and <laughs> and then it's over. That's weird. And I uh, I walked out of there. My first was, what the fuck was that? Huh. So, um, would you recommend it? I would not. No? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't even recommend it. I'm not, you know. What, I've, what's it called again? I Am Love. Huh. It's got, it's Italian. It's, it's the prequel it, to I Am Legend. Yeah. Okay. I, um, let's see. It's in Italian with English subtitles. So mm. um, I don't know. I just was not impressed by it. Okay. So what else did I see? Oh, I watched Ninja Assassin. Okay. So how was that? That was... That was fun, and I and I think I believe it was in 3D, wasn't it? No, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it might have been. Maybe they wanted because to because they did some like you know the dude's got his weapon on the end of a chain and stuff came kind of right out at you. Yeah, like, like Jaws three. But that's that's pretty typical for kung fu stuff. So it was, uh, but it was kind of it was sort of blatant. Yeah. So I, I mean, know, the movie maybe... was good. The movie, the movie was pretty good. There was actually one kind of surprise in the middle that mm. that I thought was pretty good, which sort of changes the direction of the movie. Um, okay. But in a good way, it was fine. It was it was it was fine. It was fun. Yeah. I th- one of the problems I think you run into with a ninja movie like that is since the whole ninja thing, a lot of what they do is in the shadows. Yeah. Some of the 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 fight scenes are in darkened spaces. Yeah. So with guys wearing black, so you don't get the full effect of what would be very cool fight scenes. Right. Right. Um, and, and it is it's very bloody. And the thing is though, ninjas did not dress like that all the time because like they'd stick out like a sore thumb. They dressed like a peasant worker to infiltrate the village right. or whatever. So, but when they're doing their night dirty work, you know, it's, they're in the black jets. Yeah. It always reminds me of the end of the Superman movie, the one with Christopher Reeve, the first one. They had the ICBMs and mm-hmm. um, when they're flying, they're like rock solid, like like they're sitting on like posts. Yeah. Right? And um one of the complaints was uh later on I had read that um ICBMs cuz they have internal tracking, they are they kind of wiggle side to side so like if they showed that it would look like shitty special effects right so if you put a ninja in like in ninja assassin because it's modern day right yeah if you put him in like a t-shirt and jeans it'd be like dude where's his ninja outfit well there is one guy who is a ninja who is in street clothes okay fighting other ninjas so um, all right but it was fine i just think that the nature of the way the story went you know there's all the stuff that goes on in the darkness and these cool Mm. fights Happen in the darkness, which is 
for the for story purposes, it works. Yeah. But I just think for viewing purposes, it's a little. It was a little difficult to catch some stuff, and I had my. I ended up because I watched it on my computer, ah. so I just um, and I had like the brightness turned up all the way just to see it turned out all the other lights in the room. And well, that's and that's the that trickiest sort of thing. thing is to be able to film darkness. Yeah, well lit. Yeah, like like not well lit, like bright, but like properly lit. Right. Um, Have it shadowed. Yeah. Well, you know, there's like um, I think the Dark Knight did a. a relatively good job with that yeah oh definitely um but some 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 movies just make stuff dark just dark dark yeah so you don't i don't know what see what's going on yeah. i don't understand that so so uh, but i enjoyed it I, th- I thought it was really good that's what i wanted to see when i was in the theater i never managed to get yeah. to it but I, I, I'll, it was pretty fun I'll, maybe by next week yeah it was pretty it was really bloody good like the the, the sword slashes are bloody i'm talking like kill bill bloody ah is it so, crappy like CG blood or is it like on the set? Um, I think it's I think it's on the set. Okay, that that always looks better. So it's kind of juicy. All right. Um, what else have I seen? I think that's I, I did see Night and Day for a third time. Yeah. Well, so, if it's free. Yeah. Exactly. So and I, I enjoyed it. All so. right. All right. I saw Predators. Good. I liked it. It's not fantastically you know superb it's not the first one nothing ever can be the first one right um but i i personally i think that it's it's on par with you know the the best of the series which would be predator one and two not those avp movies um there's this huge thing people bitching about how misleading the trailer was um, there's a shot of Adrian Brody and he's got all the little dots on him yeah. from like apparently 15 or 16 different predators. And in the actual movie, it's one thing on him, but it's like, who cares? Like really? Who cares? Really? People complained about something in the trailer being different than the actual movie. Yeah. It happens all the time because it was misleading. Uh, people, that's just people, douchey. people worry about the, the stupidest shit. That's just douchey. It's like, come stupid. on. It's called Predators. There's more than one. Right. You got what the... Someone, someone uh, I had read somewhere, uh, I'm not sure, where it might have been on like io9 or something. I can't stand that website half the time. Though. <laughs> Said that um, they bring like seven or eight or nine, I can't remember how many humans are there that they're hunting. But if there were 15 or more predators, that's a two-to-one ratio of predator to human. And one predator took out everybody in the first movie. Yeah. One of them. So. 15 of them. 15 of them can take out like a continent. Yeah. If you think about it, for real. So three of them hunting. It is unfair, obviously. and, And the people do drop like flies. But, you know, it was rated R. I think it was rated R. Yeah, probably uh, was. It doesn't matter because I enjoyed it. Um, but they had the classic Predator design. They had these new Predator designs. And the way they explained the difference between them, I thought, was was really good. I'm okay with that, you know, because I'm invested in the Predator franchise right. since, like, 87 or something. <laughs> um, and the, the, the way it's structured, it's open for a, an infinite amount of sequels. Basically, oh, that's good. So, it was fun. It was just a lot of fun. Oh, you know what I did watch when we did um, the after school film school family fun night, yeah. family film night. Okay, 
We, I should, you know, get the name of the thing right. That would help. It's my company. Um, we watched Shrek. Okay. Along with the, the movie we did, um, a year, the year, um, year of the rat. Right. Maybe. Rat, of course, being radioactive toilet. Yeah. So that was a hit. Had a good time with that. Good. It was really fun. That's so good. we're going to do another one on the 23rd. Nice. And um, we don't, actually don't have a title for the movie. We start shooting tomorrow. Oh. They had, because um, there's this evil twin kind of thing. So they kept getting stuck on like using E.T. Oh. So we're trying to ra- unwrap that from their brains. It's yeah, because like, everything doesn't have to be an acronym. Right. It'll probably come out of a line of dialogue or something. I could see that. Yeah, probably. So, but they got a pretty decent story. That's good. So it's, That's good. Um, it's sounds going to be fun. Totally different than the other one too. It is. It's very different. So, um, yeah, we've got mimes and prison guards. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound that different then. <laughs> <laughs> Just a day in the life for Frank. Mimes and prison guards. That'd so, be interesting um, if the mimes were the prison guards. You know what? My son is the prison guard, and he's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Not bad. He, he does this thing where he's um, he's got like a baseball bat, and that's what he's using as a weapon to you know guard the jail. Okay, and he gets like so so super hyper, and he did he pulled this out by himself. So he, so he's you know the, the the kids try to you know they they get up and they're trying to you know they're dodging and weaving <laughs> trying to get in, and uh, so Cole came up with the idea that he's dodging and weaving so much that the bat hits him in the head and, <laughs> and he knocks himself out. <laughs> All right. And they just look at each other and go, I was a freebie. And then they go in. So, um, so, but he came up with that all by himself. It was really, really funny. Nice. So, and then I made the mistake of telling him about, um, because he wanted lines of dialogue and like for that particular thing and, you know, say something before he knocks himself out. It's just like, Cole, you know what? There are tons of actors out there who do stuff without saying a word. We talked a little bit about Mr. Bean and, oh, yeah. Um, Oh, we, except for except for that's my bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, or a couple of little like. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so we talked about that. So then, when we get to the thing, we want to put in a line of dialogue for him. He's just like, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to knock myself out and get to go on. I'm like, great. And I want to be like Bean, like genius. But um, he did call himself Jeff. So we're going to create another Facebook for Jeff the guard oh jeez so we have jeff minion and jeff the guard so look for jeff minion on facebook and yeah. uh, send him a friend request because <laughs> he's eager for uh for facebook friends oh that's funny so, and i carefully monitor it all so if you're a psychopath stay away so why are you talking about it on this show i just said if you're a psychopath stay away i would think that a psychopath would be self-aware enough to go all right i'll back up <laughs> So I think it got cut out of last week's show when it crashed on us and I fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, but we took the girls to their first movie. Yes. Last Wednesday, the day after we recorded. And they saw Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. How did that go? Well, it didn't start on time, which when you're counting down the minutes, yeah, that's annoying. That's a problem. Yeah. But I, we knew it was it was like a summer movie camp type of thing. It was a, the yeah. book Book, so it's like a total like club. it's like a total like afterthought in terms of the theater. It's like oh shit, we got to crank this thing out. Yeah, it's like how, how can I bitch about something that I come into for free? Right. Um, we had popcorn, and they they love popcorn. By yeah. the way, so uh, we remember to bring containers, and we brought juice, and I was I was fucking prepared. Yeah, like 
top to top to bottom, what complaints have I gotten in a movie theater about kids? Yep. We were all You're set. Good. Yep. Um, we sat in the front row right in front of the bar. Uh-huh. Um, so there were there were seats right in front of us and then the bar and the girls were between us and we were right in the middle and then the movie started and they played it off a DVD. Which is fine because it was free. Yeah. But you blow a DVD up that big and it looks fuzzy. Yeah, it does because it doesn't. The projector's not strong enough to yeah. cover that distance. Yeah, the the resolution kind of suffers. Yeah, it's one of the things I'm worried about for when I do the film fest at the end of the year. Yeah, but so. it's like you you dudes couldn't go out and somebody couldn't bring in their PlayStation Three and hook it up. I mean, <laughs> I'll just put that on the floor. I mean, you've hooked up a DVD player; it's the same thing. Yeah, and just but whatever, whatever that that's fine. It was on the screen, which is good yeah oh uh, remind me about predators the presentation after um and they nova was like she was sitting in the the seat turned towards me so she was like sitting sideways on the seat and when she heard the dreamworks thing because it's it's the it's on a flute yeah and um you get the the feet running through the water yeah she kind of looked sideways towards the screen and like smiled a little but didn't want to look yeah because it was too big, I guess. <laughs> but they made it about halfway through, and then they wanted to sit with us. They stayed the whole time. Good. Which no one expected. So they got a little fidgety. We had to let them walk around a little bit. I will say it, it was it's good. I mean, they're two and a half. They're not old enough to go out and see because there's nothing for that age group. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda's fine. No. But Despicable Me or Mega Mind yeah, no, or none of that's even Toy Story, honestly, yeah, is no, it's boring them. to them. So this worked out really well. So in two years when the sequel comes out, their first movie won't be a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's really that kind of bugged me that it was going to be. So this was their actual first movie yeah. in a theater, and we can count that because they have a ticket. So... Uh, Predators at 10.35 at night on a Friday was scratched. Really? Yep. Yep. What did you say, Revere? Wiggly scratches on the right-hand side. that's a shame. Yep. Yep. So I have not seen anything at that theater. they hired one of the projectionists from AMC? (laughs) Oh, boy. I haven't seen a thing since District 9 in that theater that has been presented properly. Yeah. Even there... Even Toy Story, I told you, I had that strobing black issue with it. Right, this is Revere? Yeah. What did we see there recently? We saw... Um, and it wasn't on the screen, probably. Killer... What the fuck was it? Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. Wait, was that okay? I think that was okay. I don't remember anything. I don't know. No, there was a little something with it. I can't remember what, but I, I think it was like some aperture plate thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all ragged and dirty yeah. on one side. So, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to go upstairs. And be like, are, are you guys fucking kidding me? Yeah, I know. You've shown this thing maybe five times and you fucking scratched it? <laughs> Come on. Probably less than the, less than that. Because even if they started an early show and did like an 11, it's two, what, two hours long? It was pretty long, yeah. Yeah. So then you go, let's say 130-ish. And then you got 30. Then there's like probably one at Four that go and then when it's yeah so this and might have been its fifth show and maybe a test screening I was yeah. taking that into consideration right. so it's like come on so yeah if you guys yeah it's about five or six times if you guys fuck this up in five I can't wait to see how it looks two weeks from now 
Um, well, my kids had a first the other day. We oh, went yeah? to go see a, a minor league baseball game. Oh, yeah. The Pawtucket Red Sox. That was the day you couldn't go see Predators with me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we didn't get home until like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Because no, we had just major traffic coming Oh, out. really? Yeah, it was kind of fucked huh. up. And um, But the game was fun. We had awesome seats. I've gone to some, some minor league stuff, and it's it's more intense. Yeah. I mean, this game... The Sox kind of sucked. They should have gotten rid of their pitcher in the second uh-huh. the second inning. They like out hit the other team, okay. the Rochester Red Wings, which is like the minor league Triple um, A Minnesota Twins team. Okay, okay. So um, they out hit them, but they just could not get runs home. It ended up being like nine to two. Huh. So, huh. but we stayed for the whole game. Um, nice. Had a great time. Olivia ate too much junk and threw up. Oh. Um, so, but it was really fun. The tickets were great. Yeah. Like, the seats were awesome. <gasps> we were maybe good. five or six rows from, like, the field. Not bad. Yeah, it was really cool. Huh. It was really neat. So. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I would strongly recommend it, especially if you got kids. I mean, tickets are certainly cheap enough. Yeah. And that was AAA. And I, I know that there's some, like, a and double A teams out there that, again, very family oriented and, mm. and very family friendly. But it doesn't feel like they're just going through the motions because they're not in the bigs. No, because they they have because they, they want have to, to prove yeah, it every exactly. day. Yeah, yeah. That's why so, I think that would be more interesting. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Nice. You want to uh, you want to break? Yeah, it's a good time for that. All right, people might recognize this song here, so uh, we'll go to break and we'll be back. And I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. Sometime, but something. All right. Tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really, it's isn't. not visually striking. No, I'm just just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at chinstroker versus punter dot podomatic dot com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. about something very important today that's outside the cinema i know a lot of you listening now enjoy the film world boy outside 
Inside the Cinema covers all kinds of good films. If you're looking for the classics, perhaps you're looking for a good old Nazi film where the Nazis torture and rape everyone in sight. Or giant monsters crawl from the sea. Or perhaps an Italian film where Edward's finish takes her clothes off for no apparent reason. Or a renegade bikers just do whatever they damn well please. Perhaps even occasionally turn into a werewolf. Then Outside the Cinema is your place to go. That's www.outsidethecinema.com Outside the Cinema, your source for cult movie discussion. for you that's the end of the show everybody get up <laughs> yeah i wonder how many people heard that and like and they go, fuck well, it's what over what happened damn are we still here <laughs> so we heard the baby's heartbeat the other day nice yeah so and then nice. julie's like could you get those stupid cups off my belly i'm trying to sleep <laughs> but uh yeah so that was all kind of cool so everything is going along swimmingly <laughs> You're just full of bad puns. Yeah, I guess so. So when do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Um, I forget. I th- Is it like 18 yeah, weeks? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So probably about, we'll probably know in the next, within two months we'll know. Okay. Nice. So they, they've got a due date of like February 2nd. Hmm. So so if it comes out, doesn't see its shadow, it's another six weeks of morning sickness or true, something true. like that. Because yeah. it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> So I said that we should name it like Puxatani Phil. Yeah. And how many times did she smack you? Three. Three. Okay. Because she saw her shadow. It would have been six. (laughs) Phil Danger. (laughs) I'm still riding that way. That's pretty funny. Uh, So, Well, in one of the emails that we'll get to, um, I figure we can cover this part now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, There was a hoax back on July 5th about... Back to the Future, and neither of us bothered to look and see what the actual date was. Yeah, but now we figured somebody else would do it for yeah, us. Given enough time, someone on the internet will find it for you. Yep. Um, and this is uh, from Geekology, and they write due to a crappy Photoshop job of the DeLorean's time circuits above, and it says here uh, July 5th, 2010, 121 a.m. Beneath it, it says October 26th, 1985, 1.22 a.m., October 26th, 1985, 1.20 a.m. Now, anyway, it just it, it, it aggravates me that people fell for this. Yeah, well, what do you um, It says uh, there's an internet rumor going around that the Back to the Future 2 Marty travels into the future to July 5th, 2010. Yeah, then they go on to say, it isn't true. In reality, Marty travels to October 21st, 
2015. <laughs> that guy says in reality. Yeah. <laughs> the real thing that happened was this. Don't fuck with me. Um, but we were talking on the break, or was it before the show? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, that every date that they traveled to ended in a five. Right. It was it was 1885 in part three, 1955 and 1985. Those were the three ranges. But then the future one was 2015. Right. So people are dumb. <laughs> Anybody else out there having some issues with Facebook on your iPhone, just closing up on you? Oh, on the iPhone. I thought you meant in general. No. In general, Facebook's been kind of acting up for me. Yeah, Facebook's weird. Um. So... We also talked about remember the adult breastfeeding. Yes. For um, and I didn't have a whole lot of information. Which, which makes on sense it. because a lot of times little children will try to breastfeed, and that's just creepy. Exactly. The adults are stronger, so they yeah. should just push them out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. You want me to read what I got here? Sure. Okay. As many of us know, women and men in Saudi Arabia must be careful not to mingle, as the insanely strict Islamic law bans mixing between the sexes who are not related. Recently, the Saudis have, have issued a fatwa that forces women to come into contact. That forces women who come, who come into contact with unrelated men on a regular basis to breastfeed them, so they can be considered relatives and not potential lovers. Breastfeeding the men? Yes. So kind of awkward. The strangest part is this isn't the actual issue at hand. The issue is how do the men get the milk? According to Gulf News. <laughs> um. Sheikh al Obakan, I'm sure I butchered that, a consultant to the Ministry of Justice and an advisor to the royal court stated, the man should take the milk, but not directly from the breast of the woman. He should drink it and then becomes a relative of the family, a fact that allows him to come in contact with the woman without breaking Islam's rules about mixing. Okay, if you have some crazy religious thing, I guess that sort of kind of makes a little bit of sense. That's yes. That's that's the reasonable part. Right, reasonable. This fatwa applies to men who regularly come into contact with the same woman or men who live in the same house with a woman. The woman has to pump her breast milk into a glass and give it to the unrelated male. But, <laughs> and you knew this was coming. There's always a big but. Oh. Not all agree with giving the milk in such a way. Another high-profile sheik, Abi Ishak Al-Huwani. But you can call him Jerry. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. I hope, because that's difficult for me to say. Jerry? Believes that the men should suckle the breast milk directly from the woman's breast. All right. Here's the question, though. How is it that you can get close enough to suckle without getting thrown in jail? If the genders aren't allowed to mix... How could you do this without the religious police on your ass? <laughs> this is serious stuff. Under this strict Islamic law, women aren't allowed to vote, drive, or leave the country without the consent of male guardians. But they can whip out a boob. They can whip out a boob and feed a grown man. Yeah. Um, what if he asks for cookies? Can I, oh, can, I, can I just throw an idea out there? This has nothing to do with Islamic law. I think that guy just needs to get some. Someone just likes boobs. I, there's Somebody nothing wrong with man. liking boobs. Exactly. But don't make it difficult for everybody else. He likes boobs and he keeps seeing, you know, the, the infidel Americans commercial that says, got milk. Exactly. Well, I want milk. 
How do I get milk? Fatwa. Yeah. That's good. Let me let me use religion as as an excuse. Which apparently is some sort of weird translation that says saving you a trip to the convenience store. Oh but what if what just if just for the taste of it? It's like diet. Here's here's something else. You don't always produce milk. I do. Well, you're different. I am. But women don't always produce milk. What if what if you're you know, what if you've gone through menopause and you don't do that anymore? It just comes out as air and then they just sort of do that thing with the nipple that makes it sound like you're <laughs> fucking around with a balloon. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to this one. It's um Here's another one. Uh, a Saudi Arabian court has sentenced a 75-year-old Syrian woman to 40 lashes, four months imprisonment, and deportation from the kingdom for having two unrelated men in her house, according to local media reports. We were thirsty. No, this has nothing to do with boob juice. I know, with but it would just be juice. Um, According to the Saudi daily newspaper Al-Watan, troubles for the woman. I really should have read this beforehand. Kamisha Mohammed Sawadi began last year when a member of the religious police, they have religious police, entered her house in the city of Al Chamli and found her with two unrelated men. And these, these names are in quotes Fad and Hadain. Fad told the policeman, like Mutton, huh? Jeff. Mutton Jeff. Yeah. Fad told the policeman he had the right to be there because Sawadi had breastfed him as a baby and was therefore considered to be a son to her in Islam. According to Al-Watan, Fad 24 added that his friend Haidan was escorting him as he delivered bread for the elderly woman. The policeman then arrested both men. Saudi Arabia follows a strict interpretation of Islam called Wahhabism. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing any of this right, so I apologize for that, at least. Wahhabism, because it's like they find out these rules, and they're like, what? 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 And punishes unrelated men and women who are caught mingling. The Commission for the Protection of Virtue (laughs) and Prevention of Vice. Did you hear that? We we weren't mingling. We were were co-existing. (laughs) Co-existing. There's no mingling. This is an actual place. The Commission for the Promotion of Virtue and Prevention of Vice, feared by many Saudis, is made up of several thousand religious policemen charged with duties such as enforcing dress codes, prayer times, and segregation of the sexes. Under Saudi law, women face many restrictions, including a strict dress code and a ban on driving. You know that those guys get so much pussy. (laughs) God, really? I really is that, is that yeah, what you're going with? That's what I'm going with because they're an authority. They'd be like, "I'm going to get mine," because people people suck. They abuse it. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, what does that? What does what does degrading women and and segregating them and giving them less than human rights have to do with religion? I don't know. No, wait, everything. <laughs> Because they do it in the name of... I don't understand that. I, I really don't. I, I I think in a conversation with my wife, I said that um, the Middle East, and it might have been on the show, the Middle East and Islam is going through what Christianity went through in the Dark Ages. It's, it's the look at me syndrome. Look at me. Look what we can do. Look what we can get yeah. away with. And sooner or later, people are going to grow up and go, ah, that's fucking ridiculous. Nah, ah. 
I don't think so. You don't know me. <laughs> Get your hand off my boob. Uh, do you remember um, Everybody Draw Muhammad Day? Um, No. Oh, well, there was a day where... I, I, it's a, I didn't get anyone a card. <laughs> well, it's because they were busy drawing them. Uh, um, you know, Muhammad, uh, visual representations of Muhammad yeah, yeah, are strictly yeah. prohibited by Islamic law. Everything is strictly prohibited by Islamic law. Right. I'm surprised they can actually... Except making make... Islamic law. Apparently, you can make it for anything. <laughs> there needs to be a fatwa anyone can against put something that. In. Yeah. Um. So, cleric Anwar El Awlaki, who's a pretty high-ranking dude. You can call him Al, and he'll call <laughs> you Betty. Oh, he um, has put the cartoonist Molly Norris, who started or came up with the idea for Everybody Draw Muhammad Day, on his execution hit list. He's like one of those fucking like hall monitors in high school. You're on my list. I got a list. You're on my list. Yeah, who's this? You're dude on the think list. He is Nixon. It's got to go on your permanent record. You're on my list. Oh, but l- let's get into how much of a douchebag this guy really is. Um, it says, a terror leader linked to the botched Times Square car bomb has placed the Seattle cartoonist who launched Everybody Draw Muhammad Day on an execution hit list. Yemeni American cleric Anwal al Awlaki. My tongue doesn't want to move we'll in that. Al. Okay. The radical who has been cited as inspiring the Fort Hood massacre and the plot by two New Jersey men to kill U.S. soldiers singled out artist Molly Norris as a prime target, saying her proper abode is hellfire. FBI officials have notified Norris and warned her that they consider it a, quote, very serious threat. In an English-language Al-Qaeda magazine that calls itself Inspire, Al-Laki claims Norris and eight others... Dams, sorry, Norris and eight others were blasphemous caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Miss, Miss Norris, interrupting her time at the Islam Relations Pictionary Contest, <laughs> had no statement. Uh, let's see. The other cartoonist, authors, and journalists in Al in Alaki's crosshairs are Swedish, Dutch, and British citizens. The Dutch. The 67-page terror magazine is seen by terrorism experts as, experts as a bald new attempt to reach and recruit Muslim youth in the West. Have you heard of Inspire? I just, I just think that that's a great magazine. What's it called? 67? No, no, no. It says, it says the 67-page terror oh, magazine. What a, great, <laughs> what a great name for a magazine. 67-page terror Magazine. That was the initial name for Fangoria. Yeah. <laughs> but then they decided to focus on horror movies. And then <laughs> time was used. <laughs> oh. Um, let's Fangora. see. The, the worst part to me is... Um, oh, oh, he goes on to say, sorry. A soul that is so debased as to enjoy the ridicule of the messenger of Allah, the mercy to mankind... A soul that is so ungrateful towards its Lord that it defames the prophet of the religion Allah has chosen for his creation does not deserve life, does not deserve to breathe the air. Now, keep wow. in mind, he went on to say, Islam is a peaceful religion and right. I will kill you to fucking prove it. <laughs> Any religious extremist is a fucking retard. To this, to this extreme. I mean, I'm all for... Jehovah's Witnesses coming and knocking on my door so I can give them a hard time. Yeah. 
but the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh God! This this you know cock cheese motherfucker. It's gross. I made that up. Uh, they are the worst thing that religion has going for it. They really are. Religion can be a perfectly happy, stay the fuck out of my way exactly. kind of thing. But these assholes have to throw it in your face. Yeah, that's oh, you can't draw a picture of a human being that wasn't even a god that it's we not, pray it's to. It's a duck. It's clearly a duck. <laughs> but the part that 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 really disappointed me about this is that this woman... Um, Molly Norris. Sorry, I had to scroll back up. Um, <laughs> she was just playing hangman. She said, Norris initially grabbed headlines in April when she published a satirical, satirical cartoon on her website that declared May 20th Everybody Draw Muhammad Day as a way to mock Viacom and Comedy Central's decision to censor an episode of South Park that showed the Prophet Muhammad dressed in a bear suit. Okay, good. You have a cause and you're going to stand up for it. That's great. Yeah. Soon after, the topic erupted on the web with the start of a Facebook support group for Norris. In response, Pakistan blocked access to the social networking site as a fiery pro and con debate raged worldwide. Okay, so she pushed some buttons and she's getting a response. Norris eventually backed away from her cartoon and cause. I regret that I made my cartoon the way I made it, she told Seattle-based KING5TV. Oh, that's KING, you little wuss. Yes. That's not cool. No. If you're going to do something, if you're going to you piss off, it. if you're going to piss off the the powers that be in the Islam nation, you need to stand up for yourself and say, "I don't believe what you believe. I don't agree with what you say, and you will not change my mind or scare me." So I'm going to put on my bulletproof vest and keep doing what I'm doing. Exactly. And I'm going to make sure there's cops outside my house cuz you fuckers is crazy. Exactly. Now I mean, we're just a small-time little, you know, nobody pays any attention to us. <laughs> but I will say that I thought about it before I decided to bring this up. It was, uh, you know, because those fuckers is crazy. So They're all crazy. But it's like, oh, come on. I just... I, we're, we're peaceful I, until you break one of our weird we're, we're peaceful batshit un- crazy rules. Yeah, until you exist, we're peaceful. I don't. I don't understand. And if you're it. writing with your left hand on an odd numbered day and an even numbered month, then well. Oh, good. Thank God, it's an odd numbered month. I know. Okay, good. You were scaring me for a second there. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I decided to give the, the Christianity a break this show, and go with another crazy <laughs> religion. You know what? Religion doesn't bother anybody. You know, you know what? People don't really bother anybody and push shit on you. Unitarians. I was thinking Jewish people. Well, it's because they run the government and the banks. Yeah, but they're not in your and, face and, about and it. In the entertainment industry. <laughs> no, but I mean, every you, you, day to day, you don't. They, they don't knock on your door. Yeah. They don't solicit donations. They don't try to go out and change people's religion yeah. in Africa. They're just there. You know, As if to say. But George, just leave me alone. Whatever. Eh. So I don't know. It just, I don't, I, mm. want to scroll through some, uh, some movie news? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, we had talked a little bit about that, um, night and day 
is uh, possibly causing them to rewrite the script for Mission Impossible 4. I got to tell you, if they lighten up Tom Hanks, because he's, he's funny and Or even likeable, Tom Cruise. That's what I meant. Because <laughs> he's very likable when he's funny. Like in, he in, can in, be, in yeah. Night and Day, very funny guy. You know, um, as, as what's his name, Grossman on um, yeah. Tropic Thunder, very funny. Yeah. Let him be funny. You know, Valkyrie, I mean, I don't think it's totally his fault that it wasn't a success. No, I can't. It's really I can't difficult, say that it was. I think, to make a movie compelling when we all know how it ends. Well, yeah, then basically it was a heist movie that you know how it ends. But then there's the Apollo 13 argument. You know, that did really well and it was really well made, but you knew how it ended. Yeah, but I don't think it, it relied on just one person. I, I'd see that as a greater okay. ensemble. Okay. That's a good point. So. Well, they're saying, I mean, and they have Brad Bird to direct this, and J.J. Abrams is producing, I believe. That's really interesting that Brad Bird's going to direct it. Yeah, but they're saying that they might rewrite it so that he has a lesser role, and that Yeah, they're going to bring in a younger agent to yeah, be so a badass. Yeah, so him and Shia LaBeouf? Probably. Shia LaBeouf is all about, you know, he's the reboot master. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, oh, I have a beloved franchise you need to reboot? Let's do it. Let's do it. Mr. Doubtfire? Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> Fine. You know what? I got to go. Go, Tootsie, go. I got to give the kid credit. You know, he comes in and he makes his money and he just gets out and he's done. Yeah, you don't hear much about him. No. But look at that. I mean, he, you know, Indiana Jones yep. and Wall Street. Yeah. I saw the new trailer for Wall Street. Which one? Uh, the new one. The one that was on Predators. And it actually looked all right. I think it looks great. The first one, I was like, "This does absolutely nothing for me." But I'm looking forward to it. They put more of a of a of an innocent like human angle to it. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's that's a little bit better. Um, speaking of Shia LaBeouf, too, I saw a couple set shots from Transformers Three, which I know nobody really gives a shit about. But <laughs> and all you was- can see is Megan Fox in the background going, "Can I come in? <laughs> Do I need to be?" No, there was a there was a shot of Optimus Prime, and you used to watch the the cartoon, right? A little bit, not very much. I mean, you remember Optimus Prime remember. used to have a trailer. Mm, I did not remember. That. Okay, Optimus Prime used to have a trailer so attached to him, and he does here, and it has the same almost design yeah. on the side of it. So, I'm really curious to see if when he detaches from the trailer, does it back out of the frame and disappear like it used to in the cartoon? <laughs> that would be awesome. But like, that's let me put my stuff down. Exactly. It's it's, it's also not bad because like he could carry a whole bunch yeah. of guys with him. So where he keeps all know. his canned goods. Yeah. Um, Despicable Me seemed to be doing pretty good. Heard great things. I hear that the minions are absolutely hilarious. Well, they they may get a spinoff. Yeah, that's. I mean, they sort of. From what I hear, it's kind of like a Penguins of Madagascar sort of thing. They sort uh, of steal. The yeah. Story. Which is good. Which is fun. I, 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 I could that. definitely be okay with that. Because they're they're cute and the yeah. design on them is a, a little different than than normal. Yeah, so. and they look like they'd be good toys. Yeah, I mean, like it's almost like they were designed to be a spinoff. Yeah, exactly. In and of their own, you know. Um, what do you think? In, how do you think Inception's going to do? Um, I think it's going to do pretty well. A lot of people are curious about it. From what I've seen and heard, it seems really interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Do you think it's going to be uh, over some people's heads? Of course, it'll be over some people's heads. Well, I mean, the, the general mainstream audience no, is, is so. the worry from what no, I've, I don't I've think been so. reading. 
I don't think so. People are are saying it's got the same vibe as like Blade Runner, which okay. Yeah, I don't I'm, see that. I'm perfectly well. Not not you know. Who directed it? Blade Runner? No, Inception. Christopher Nolan. That's who it was. So, meh. I'm a, I, I don't I'll know. See it. I'm looking forward to it. I want to go see it, but I don't know when I'm going to have time yeah. to. So, I mean, I made time for Predators, but Inception's like, oh. It seems like more of a commitment to go see that. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anything else interesting going on? Um, you see anything, like, newsworthy? No, nothing really. Emmy nominations came out. Oh, yeah. But um, I didn't prepare anything, so we'll talk about those next week. Well, we could always... While uh, we go to break, I can pull up the list and we can just go yeah, through okay, them we quickly. Can go over them. Okay, I have to go to the boys' room. So okay. Why don't we well, take a break? Why don't we do that? All right. Use my body to keep you alive. I have never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen... That's what hell with you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.PennyCult.com or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. I'm Dangerous Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Together we host the Gore Press Gore Club. Every two weeks we sit down to record our thoughts on two horror flicks. We're both pretty opinionated and rarely agree, so it can get interesting. We also look at upcoming releases and what's new in the world of horror. We shoot the shit and generally go off on wild tangents. But it all just about comes together to make a fact-filled, opinion-driven couple of hours. Uh, if you want to check us out, you can find us at gorepress.com or you can search for Gore Press in the iTunes store. The Gore Press Gorecast. For all the profanity-soaked, rambling horror nonsense that you never knew you wanted or needed. Uh, we can confidently promise that you might not be disappointed. Or something. We are back, and Frank is still in the restroom, so I'm just going to keep going because I didn't stop recording. (laughs) All right. I downloaded the Word document for this while we were on break, and it's like 400 fucking pages long. So 
Um, I guess we'll just go over some of the some of the other categories like that we would normally talk about. Um, so let me see what I can find here because we have outstanding voiceover performance, outstanding animated program. It's too bad that um, what's it called? Their Clone Wars isn't in there, but nominated for a Kids Choice Award though, so that was good. Um, what do we got? Outstanding art direction, outstanding art direction. Well, if we just do like what is you know the usual? What is usual? a single camera series? What does that mean? Because we have outstanding art direction for a miniseries or movie, outstanding art direction for a single camera series, and it's Glee, Heroes, Lost, Modern Family. Yeah, stuff that's sort of because like a lot of sitcoms are like multi-camera. Okay, so it's it's like kind of the format of the show. Oh, I didn't think that was a a thing. Okay. Um, art direction, casting. Well, like this list is crazy. So it's so fucking long. Well, huh? I mean, that's what I mean. I think that we should just wait a week. So we had a lot of other stuff to do. We had a lot of voicemails. We get a lot of emails. That's true. Although I did see that HBO got a hundred and one nominations. Yeah, I know that um, Glee got like nineteen. Nineteen. A lot of people are saying oh, you don't deserve it. Um, well, no, they do. Actually, because it's a whether you like the show or not, it's well put together. And you know what? I'm not a huge fan of Lost, but ensemble cast and all that stuff. Yeah, they deserve it. So I don't know what people are complaining about. I never know what people are complaining about. Although it is an interesting, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. I mean, this is the first one up here. Yeah. And it's tough. This is a tough category because for the first time, there's like... Four people I would want to see win. Yeah, I like Steve Carell, but yep. I think he's almost done. Jack Donaghy, yep. you know, I would yep. rather see... I think he's funnier than the dude from Glee. Right, Matthew Morrison. Right, but I'm not... I mean, he's different funny than Sheldon, you know? I like Sh- them I'm, both. Jim Parsons, that's that's great. Uh, yeah, it is, it is. I, I'm, I'm really happy for him. He's like one of those guys that, I mean, it was a little... a smaller part. That just he urkled that shit, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Urkel, are we going to turn that into a verb? Uh, yes, we are, I think. I, I think I'm going to start with that right now. All um, right. But it's also Larry David and Tony Shalhoub, and Monk ended this year, so this is the last time he'll be up for it. So, But he's won it before. Right, but so has, hasn't Carell won it too, and uh-huh. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Now, the thing... I'm, I'm willing to bet that it'll go to, um, what's his name? Matthew Morrison. You think the Glee's going to sweep it? I think Glee's going to do really well. Yeah. I mean, you've also got it's the last season of Lost. True, true. So I don't, I mean, it's up against Lost. That's a good point. So what's this outstanding actress? Yeah, it looks like all the main ones are right are right here. So, uh, oh, see, Amy Poehler, Edie Falco, Leah Michelle from Glee, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Who did she blow to get that nomination? Tony Collette, who looks like a fucking alien in that picture. Love Tony Collette. And Tina Fey from 30 Rock. Yeah, I got I got to say I think Leah Michelle's like is this for comedy or musical? This is in a comedy series, yeah. Yeah, um I don't see that's the question about Glee. Comedy series 
My, it's a weird, it's a weird hybrid. Well, they always do comedy or musical as the as the same yeah. thing. So, I mean, it's the show itself isn't isn't really a drama. I mean, is it a? Would you consider it a funny show with serious overtones or a serious show with comedic overtones? I, I consider it a musical because they actually use songs sometimes to propel the story or give the character motivation. And that's fine, but do if, you, you mean if I had to more, pick, yeah, more funny or more serious. Regardless of how music is used. Yeah, that's interesting because some shows go one way and some go to the other. Yeah, so it's but really I heard tough. that the kid who plays Kurt also got a nomination. Yes. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, me too. So, um, of course, I want to see Tina Fey win. Yeah, of course. But I'm afraid that Leah Michelle will win. She could. I mean, she does pull off the, the but she's not A-type funny. personality. But she's not funny. Yeah, but you don't have to be the funny one in, in the comedy? comedy. In the comedy, you don't have to be the funniest one. Well, if she's supposed to be the outstanding actress in a comedy, that suggests that she's funny. Right. Well, yeah. So I'm just saying, best actor in a series, in a drama, in a drama. I'm really torn between, of course, John Hamm and, and Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, and but um. Matthew Fox might get it. I mean, he right. had a great season in Lost, and Lost is all done. Didn't, so um, maybe that'll be it. Didn't Michael C. Hall get it last year? I believe he did, Dexter? Yes. Hugh Laurie has an And Kyle Chandler from uh, Friday Night Lights? I don't watch that show, so Me I don't neither. know. Now here's lead actress in a drama. Lead actress in a drama. Let's see. We've got January it? Jones from uh, I would love Mad to see get it. Kira Sedgwick, Glenn Close. Um, Juliana Margulies, yeah, Connie Haggerty. Thank you. I I couldn't see that one from here, and um, I don't watch any of those shows. Although I would have to go with the girl from Mad Men because I know it's a quality either her show. or but Juliana Margulies I hear is great in The Good Wife. She well, may get it. She got the Golden Globe, I believe. Raj is always talking about it on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then this is best comedy series. Nurse Jackie, I didn't think that show was a comedy. It's pretty funny. I've is seen it? one okay. or two episodes. Yeah, oh, it's kind of funny. I left the air conditioner on. Let me take care of that. So oh, yeah, now it doesn't sound like we're <laughs> we're recording from the wing of a jet. <laughs> um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Modern Family, 30 Rock, The Office, Nurse Jackie, and Glee. All right. What do you think? I want Modern Family. I would win. want Modern Family. Out of all those shows, honestly, yeah. I lauged the most I would at even, Modern I would Family. Even, I would even give that over 30 Rock. Modern yeah. Family, yeah. really, really impressed by it because it does manage. I mean, 30 Rock is is very solid. It is. Very, very solid. And But Modern Family had stuff go on that was just absolutely fantastic. That like, show came out of nowhere yeah, exactly. and just became a, like a, a must watch yeah. for me and I mean, that there, there were episodes of that show that i just laughed my head off <laughs> I, I mean been, i always laugh i always yeah. laugh at 30 rock yeah but not as much as modern family um i would say as much it's it's yeah. but it's but it's stuff that i i really like and i expect from the show right so but right. modern family surprised me at times with how funny it was yeah definitely without getting sappy yeah. Okay. Uh, drama is uh, Lost, Breaking Bad, The Good Wife, Mad Men, Dexter, and True Blood. I think Lost will get it. It had a really good last season. Oh, yeah. Um, so that would be a good way to honor it. Right. Um, Breaking Bad, I know, is would definitely be a contender. 
Because yeah, that's definitely. definitely a well-made show. Yeah, I mean, Mad Men is solid. I personally, I prefer True Blood because it's the only one I regularly watch yeah. out of all of these. But, but like, I'm behind on Breaking Bad. Mad Men, uh, I'm a regular watcher. True Blood and Lost. Yeah. So I would like to see Lost get it because I, I think it deserves it. I think it'll it'll do it'll do a really good job um, of, of picking up awards. Best supporting dude. Now this is uh in a well yeah outstanding lead actor in a miniseries, but I don't. Oh I don't, no, I don't. No, let's no, skip don't this really stuff see here. See any of those? I don't watch those. Go to best supporting guy in a comedy. Um, do they, bum, bum, bum. they do that. Outstanding reality? They give an award for that? Oh, yeah. Why don't we do Outstanding Variety, Music, or Comedy Series and see what we have in there? Colbert Report, Daily Show. Tonight with Conan O'Brien, Saturday Night Live, and Real Time with Bill Maher. I would love to see Conan get it because it would be a great fuck you to NBC. Because the awards are on NBC, exactly. aren't they? And yeah. it's like it's you know his show on NBC is nominated. So yeah, that and I think would be awesome. With Leno's ratings just... Yeah bottoming out um so, colbert report and daily show i mean as far as i'm concerned are the same show <laughs> i mean they're very different obviously but there's, there's it's just, it's an know. hour that i watch exactly. i don't watch individual shows yeah, yeah. So, um colbert this, report is a, is an extension of the daily show that's true this last season of saturday night live though i actually enjoyed so but not enough to put it up there and I like Real Time with Bill Maher, but I wouldn't consider that a uh, music or comedy series. Let's see. I just want to see what's in this animated one. No nominations. Outstanding animated program for programming less than one hour. Is that like a one-shot? Like a Christmas special kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Let's look at the next one. Let's see what that is. Okay. Uh, there's nothing there. Art direction, art direction. Isn't there supporting stuff? Casting, yeah, but it's all alphabetical. So right. outstanding commercial, costume for a series, wow. directing, guest actor. Let's go with guest actor in a comedy. Mike O'Malley is Bert Hummel in Glee. Fred Willard as Frank Dumphy in Modern Family. Yeah. John Hamm as Dr. Drew Baird. On 30 Rock. Emmanuel goes to Dinosaur Land on 30 Rock. Yeah. Um, let's see. Neil Patrick Harris in, in Glee and uh, Will Arnett on uh, 30 Rock. So are they okay? None of those pictures I'd go are John Hamm on 30 Rock. I think they're going to give it to, to Mike O'Malley, though. Yeah? I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, with the character, with Kurt's character and the reaction the father yeah, had of defending so. the son, it'll be. Yeah, I guess so. It'll I mean, be, his interactions were good. He was pretty yeah. decent. Oh, he definitely, he was an intense guy, but I yeah. think it'll be more for what it stands for on TV than what it actually, yeah. how it came across. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, directing, hairstyle? No. The supporting. Main title design. I'm curious. Just being an artist and a graphics guy, I'm kind of curious to see. Bored to Death, Nurse Jackie, The Pacific, Human Target, and Temple Grandin. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Makes me want to see how they Makeup, music, nonfiction, picture editing, prosthetic makeup. 
That always, that I'm always interested in that. Nobody else's no stuff. Yeah. True Blood, Grey's Anatomy, Nip Tuck, The Pacific, and Castle. Okay. <laughs> Castle's a great show. That show's funny. Uh, let's see. Sound, special class, supporting actor in a comedy. They must be uploading pictures as we speak. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. In Modern Family, he's Mitchell. Okay. Uh, Chris Colfer as Kurt Hummel in Glee. John Cryer in Two and a Half Men. Oh, two from Modern... Three from Modern Family in this Nice. Ty Burrell as Phil Dumphy in Modern Family. And Eric Stone Street as Cameron Tucker in Modern Family. And Neil Patrick Harris in How I Met Your Mother. I think you got to go... Kurt from Glee. I think it will go to Kurt, but I, I'd like to see Ty get a little a little recognition because he's a funny bastard. Yeah. His uh, his dopey "What did I do?" kind of looks are are really <laughs> I like good. That. WTF? Why the face? <laughs> I'm down. Um, what do we have? Uh, supporting actor in a drama. Um, John Slattery in Mad Men. Slattery. 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 Yep. Martin Short from Damages, Terry O'Quinn in Lost, nice. uh, Michael, Michael Emerson, Emerson Lost, Lost. Uh, Andrew Brower um, as Owen in Men of a Certain Age. And yeah, I think you're gonna go. It's got to be Terry O'Quinn for well, this. John Locke. Somebody else is Aaron Paul in uh, Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't know. Not too familiar. Um, where are we here? Supporting actress in a comedy. Jane Lynch as Sue Sylvester in Glee. Jane Krakowski as Jenna Maroney in 30 Rock. Kristen Wiig as various characters on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> um, Sophia. How do you say her last name for Modern Family? Sophia. Vergaris. Sure. Uh, as... Gloria Delgado Pritchett <laughs> from Modern Family. Julie Bowen as Claire Dumphy uh, from Modern Family. And uh, Holland Taylor as Evelyn Harper in Two and a Half Men. I didn't realize Modern Family had been nominated so many yeah, times. Yeah, I think you had to go Sue Sylvester. Yeah, although either of the two from Modern Family would be good. Yeah, that'd be fine. And we'll close this out with the uh, supporting in a drama. How about that? Um. Christine Hendricks as Joan Harrison, Mad Men. Oh, she's great. Rose Byrne as Ellen Parsons in Damages. Archie Punjabi as Kalinda Sharma in The Good Wife. Elizabeth Moss as Peggy Olson in Mad Men. Yep, she's great. Sharon Glass as Madeline Weston in Burn Notice. And Christine Baranski as Diane Lockhart in The Good Wife. Hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to watch the Emmys. Um, I probably will. <laughs> I like these award shows. Uh, Who's hosting the Emmys? Oh, I don't know. Um, is it Neil Patrick Harris? I don't know. Did he do or it last it... year? That's the nominations. Yeah. Was uh, Joel. Joel, and, uh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale and uh, Sofia Vergara. 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 Doesn't matter what her name is. You just, she is hot. You just keep looking at her, yeah. Um, 
I don't know who's going to host them. I could type this in and see. Let's do Emmy hosts. Yep. And it's going to take forever. <laughs> I was going to say, just keep looking at the picture of Sophia. Oh, really, oh, Firefox? Oh, fuck, yeah. Okay, fine. Quit. As long as GarageBand keeps going. Exactly. <laughs> then we're fine with that. Okay, so anyway. Um, so I'm a little concerned that if Jim Parsons wins, it could be the beginning of the downfall for Big Bang Theory. Well, they're moving to Thursday, which is a stupid idea. That's the first mistake. The second mistake is there's rumors that Parsons is going to renegotiate his contract separately from um, Leonard and Penny. Really? Yeah. Which, from what I've read, you know, not knowing too much about contract negotiations and an ensemble cast, um, Howard and Raj, the actors that play them, they're right. supporting, and yeah. Penny Leonard and Sheldon are the three main. But Sheldon has become the He's driving become the force draw. of the show. Yeah. So Raj and Howard don't really factor in like a friends type of thing. They're right. not yeah, part of no. the main group, and it, they they're actually comparing it. The the network says that it's it's as popular as Friends. It's the number one rated show that they have. Which, really? Which who knew when we started this show? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Talking yeah, about new, it. yeah, because it was new when yeah. we started. It's this. like look at this nerd show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but he could, if he's not careful, really screw things up by going for too much money too soon. Yeah. But I don't think he would do that because that's kind of that's your meal ticket. You don't want to screw it up. Yeah, and he's not, you don't see him popping up anywhere else. You don't no. see him like, oh, he's going to be in this movie and that movie. Right, so. which leads me to believe that it might be like, I don't know, it could be posturing from his um, his representation yeah, saying be. this, and he might have nothing to do with it at all. But they did mention that when the cast of Friends wanted more money, they would go in collectively. And bargain yeah, together. Yeah, but I also think that, I mean, that's a different situation. Friends was, even early on, was so much bigger than Big Bang is right now. I don't know. I mean, no, out I, of, out, well, you got to take things into consideration. Friends was the number one rated show. Yeah. Now this is for the same network. No, it was S a different network. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Friends was NBC. Big Bang is CBS. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, it's their number one show. Yeah. So... It's big enough. I mean, CBS has always had kind of crap, haven't they? Yeah. So for them to have this is like amazing. Oh, yeah, and and I'm, I don't understand the... But they also... It's surprising me because they also have um, Men... What's the show? What the fuck is that with Charlie Sheen? Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Which I thought was bigger than Big Bang. I don't think it is anymore. I think... Well, the, surprising. We're, we're going to go into the fourth season of Big Bang Theory. Four years... That's been really? on. Can you believe that? Yeah. No, I can't. I don't think that's right. Oh, it is. Don't make me pull out the files I have in the computer. We just ended the third season. Really? Yep. Yep. Here, hold on. I'll show you. Yeah, we're going into the fourth. I could see that. Yep, going into the fourth because the second season ended with them going to Antarctica. The third season, yeah. the third season now ended with Where the Where did whole... the first season end? Um... That's a good question. I can't remember. Oh, oh, it ended with Penny agreeing to go on the date or something, didn't it? Or a second date? Oh, no, they slept together. It was something big like that. Yeah. 
Um, and then the whole second season was the two of them together. And then. Yeah. Third season was them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Going on four years of that yeah, show. Going on, on, yeah. Going on. So the beginning of the fourth season. So it's, it's, it's slowly or yeah. fast, quickly gained momentum with the fans and, and it's, it's, it's getting pretty big. So. I don't know. I just hope this Thursday thing doesn't fuck it up because it's not that big. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it can. I mean, what's it going to go up against? I don't. The only thing it could go up against, I think we talked about this before, would yep. be Parks and Recreation. Yeah, that's the only thing that it because Community got really solid towards yeah. the end. I thought it was it was the paintball episode. Yeah, and then from there on, it was a very well-oiled machine of a show i think yeah it had some pretty strong stuff before that it did but but it was just right i think the best episode of the season was the paintball one it was so much layered into that it was so good yeah that was that was some really good writing i'm surprised well we didn't look at writing but that would be interesting to see if that got nominated for comedy i don't know so whatever no big deal no big you know and Um, what's what's the worst that happens they move it back yeah. To to Mondays? I well, don't I wonder see what it. they're going to put. I mean, there's there's nothing. I don't see the They problem. could dominate Mondays. They really they could. They do dominate Mondays. Because there's nothing else going on on Mondays. No, it's, isn't it like How I Met Your Mother, Two and a Half Men, and then that? And, and then, then there's something well, else no, in there, Well, no, there's like too. Rules of Engagement. Yeah. There was that Jenna Elfman show, which was a complete disaster. Oh, you mean Knocked Up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Knocked Up, the series. Yeah. So, Which is too bad, because I really like her a lot. Well, she needs to pick things a little bit better, just like Tom Cruise needs to pick yeah. stuff a little bit better. Speaking of crazy, crazy fucking people, I got I got two two people in the last week that have done really just stupid or insanely egotistical bullshit. Okay, um, the first, what the fuck happened to Mel Gibson? Oh, what did you know? Didn't he, he tried to beat up his wife and there's all this oh, really? shit about you haven't heard any of that? No. I I refuse to listen to the tape. All I all I saw was Lindsay Lohan was oh, going to God. jail. Yeah. And she had fuck you written on one of her fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. And she that kept girl, like, holding it up. Oh my god. That girl, I really hope she I'm just Somebody beat some sense into her? Seriously. Seriously. That's not even the second person that's just like just totally self destructed. Oh, yeah. Well, she hasn't been in. Nobody will put her in anything. Right. And nobody's going to hire Mel Gibson for a fucking thing anymore. I mean, if people were worried about how Edge of Darkness was going to do, can you imagine the next thing he does? Edge of Darkness didn't do that well either. No, but it did better than some people well, have expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, people remember that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. The other person's LeBron James. I don't even care. I don't normally talk about sports, but like... I understand you may be the greatest living player of the game in the world, but you're a shitty interview and you're an egomaniacal twat. Yeah, all I did was just see, well, Willie or Ronnie, where will he go? Where will he go? Just sort of keeping it going. It's just like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? I mean, I really, I mean, it's, I just, I just think anybody who plays professional sports, I really think that. You really don't need this drama in your life. If you look at what you're being paid to do, yeah. you are the luckiest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. Okay? You're being paid to play. 
Yeah, to just, play to play to, a and game. literally to play a game. That's why. That's why, and I don't follow sports very closely at all. But like when you can't be bothered to show up for like spring training or any of the the preseason training yeah. stuff, like fuck you, you're off the team, you're fired. Yeah. You know, yeah. contract or no, it shit needs to be written into these people's contracts that they will participate, keep their ego in check, and do their fucking job. I honestly, I hope to God LeBron blows out a fucking knee in his <laughs> second game, and he can never play again. Miami can go to fuck himself. Like, and and the interview, I heard, I heard I, pieces of the interviews. Like, you still bite your fingernails? Like, why'd you just suck his fucking dick? Yeah, seriously. Are Ask the goddamn question. Where are you going? Cleveland or and, Miami? Cleveland and or Miami? Hour. An hour. The Twilight Zone could get mysterious shit done in twenty-two yeah. fucking minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. That kind of that really bothered me. Yeah, it's like it's all anybody was talking about for like four fucking days. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Where's he gonna go? Who cares? Exactly. All right, so we're gonna do the last break and come back and do voicemail. All right, here we go. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important, but we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. I'm Dangerous Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Together we host the Gore Press Gorecast. Every two weeks we sit down to record our thoughts on two horror flicks. We're both pretty opinionated and rarely agree, so it can get interesting. We also look at upcoming releases and what's new in the world of horror. We shoot the shit and generally go off on wild tangents. But it all just about comes together to make a fact-filled, opinion-driven couple of hours. Uh, so if you want to check us out, you can find us at gorepress.com or you can search for Gore Press in the iTunes store. The Gore Press Gorecast. All the profanity-soaked, rambling horror nonsense that you never knew you wanted or needed. Uh, we can confidently promise that you might not be disappointed. Or something.
All right, so we're back. I forgot how abruptly that song ended. Seriously, sometimes things just end. They do. Good they night, do. everyone. <laughs> so you want to do a voicemail first? Um, I okay. I I didn't label any of these. You saw me as I downloaded right. them. So God help, God help us all. Hey, Frank and Chris, Zeke. I just wanted to call to hey, uh, congratulate you guys on reaching episode 100. That's 100 weeks of content. My marriage didn't even last that long. Oh. Uh, so, but uh, this is a much better thing to be continuing to go on your podcast. Thank All you. Right. I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Nice and sad at the same, same time. Yeah, exactly. 100 uh, weeks of content. That's two years. Well, technically not 100 weeks. Because no, we there, there were a couple of shows. There were, there were a couple of times we did double shows. It was like, it was the election and stuff. Yeah, like that, so. because we we split the we the split pop culture shows, yeah. and the the political stuff. Because yeah. and that seemed to do pretty well. So, but still, that was two episodes hey, a week. We have two. We have a hundred episodes under our belt. Which we're not going to so. we're not going to do that again. We're not going to split shit up like that. Oh no, hell no! No fuck, that's no. way too much. All right, let's read an email. <laughs> An email here. Let's go. I think it's funny how you're flipping through them like you're not going to end up reading them all. I know, but still. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, um, let's do this one. Okay. Happy 100th. This is from, let's see if he gives us a little nickname, Mike from England. All right. Hey, Chris and Frank. First things first, I support the war, but fuck the soldiers. LOL. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I want to say congratulations on the milestone. I've been listening since episode 78 or so nice. and working my way back as well as keeping up to date. Oh, don't Thanks. go back. <laughs> no, they're not bad. I'm sure I won't be the first to say I can't wait for the next 100. Love the theme if it's done. Great. <laughs> yeah, I've been bragging about that on Outside yeah. the I wrote my own theme song. Hey, now that's out of the way, you guys asked in the last episode what other countries thought of America and Americans. I'll start with the latter. I'm from England, and by the way, I personally have quite a few American friends. As a whole, you guys are kind-hearted, willing to help the, to the best of your ability. Admittedly, my friends overestimate their abilities, but who doesn't? <laughs> Granted, most of, Amer most of the Americans I know are very opinionated and really into their politics. Even the younger members will often debate points from their selected parties. That being said, I still don't understand your country's obsession with glee. I've tried it, but just can't get into it. As for America's... Uh, you know what? You know what? Let me answer that real quick. It's not a reality show. That's all I got. <laughs> as for America as a whole, does seem to be a bit too big for its boots. Someone needs to knock you down, as in America, down a few pegs. Um, in honesty, my personal view of America has started to look up but overall, it's still not one of my favorite countries. The main reason for that is the war slash wars. Though as a design engineer for a weapons manufacturer, I kind of have to hope they continue to keep me in a job. But all in all, <laughs> after asking more colleagues and friends in general, and friends, the general consensus of America is the following. These are some of the key words people used when de describing America. The positive, passionate, great sense of pride, independent, uh, dependable, reliable, and gutsy. There's All nothing right. in there about being funny or being smart dressers. No, but we have big boobs. This is true. Um, <laughs> negative. Cocky, opinionated, obnoxious, racist, arrogant, shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> I've done that. It's like you shoot first and then it's, wait a minute, what was your What's name? What's your name? <laughs> yeah. Unintelligent. Right where you were going. Never, uh, never admit failure. Stupid. 
um, looking for the easy fix, sore losers, bad winners, retarded, but we can do anything. <laughs> Too religious for their own good, yeah. clumsy Neanderthals, like to throw things in your face, missing the point, douchebags, too focused on the short term. Now, I, I, I have to tell you, when I first saw this email, I just sort of, because uh, I saw Happy 100th, I saw a little <laughs> bit of feedback of the show, and then I went down to this list. I didn't read all the other stuff. I just went down positive. I'm like, oh, all right. Then I saw all the negative. I'm like, what the fuck? People don't like us. <laughs> and then I went, it's just like, oh, it's not us. Not it's us America. Per se. Yeah. Um, so again, these were just some of what was said, as I can't recall them all, but generally, there were more negative than positive views. That being said, great show, guys. Keep it up. Mike from England. Well, thank you for that brutally honest um, assessment of America. Honestly, I can't argue any of those points. Well, I think that you, but you could also, I think, say that about any country. Well, except the Dutch. <laughs> right. And with that, Racism. <laughs> Let's go to this. Happy, happy, superty, wonderful, amazing, fantastical 100th episode. Yay! Congratulations, guys. Superty? Thank you. What that was Demise. I know who it was. Oh, okay. Superty? Yeah. Why not? All right. I guess we'll take it. We're taking Superty. Thank you. Very hey, I, much. Made, I made up some words earlier. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right, your turn. Oh, yeah, my turn. All right. Yeah, we actually have more feedback yeah, this, this week. So uh, This one is from Keith. Uh, let's see. Hey, guys. It's called Happy 100th Guys. Happy 100th Guys. Wait a minute. It's like, it's like we're doing gay porn. Uh-huh. Hey, guys. Happy 100th episode. Not many podcasts reach this milestone, so you should be proud. Or ashamed. <laughs> In my neck of the woods, which is Kansas, there is a local film festival called Wild West Film Festival. It's a festival festival where you have 48 hours to make a movie, inclu- including two of five criteria and on a certain theme. This year's theme was superheroes. A group of our friends got together and made a submission. Uh, the screening slash awards ceremony was this past weekend. While we did not win or place, I'm extremely proud of the movie we submitted. I would like to hear your feedback. Here's the link, and he gives us the link. Also, in episode 99, you guys talked a little bit about the date and Back to the Future. Ah, uh, yes. There's was a Photoshop picture that... Circled the internet. It was a, only a hoax. Here's a link to the article on Geekology. And he gives us a link. Right. Again, congrats on the 100th episode. I look forward to the next 100. Keith. So I'll so, make sure I put the link for the short film uh, in the show notes. Yeah, I watched it. It was, it was pretty fun. Yeah, that was, that was it cute. Was cool. And I don't mean cute in like a bad yeah, no, way. No, it was good. It was good. It was fun. It was fun. Interesting idea. I like What that. do you got? Um, let me see. I got this. Dear Lord, the stamina. A hundred episodes. That's what she said. <laughs> God, you guys are rubbing me wrong. Whoa. Raw. Wrong. Yeah, whatever. We'll go with wrong. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey. Have a great hundredth episode. I'm very <laughs> excited to hear it. Um, I just want to call and tell you guys congratulations. So, uh, yeah. Bye. All right. Thanks so much. That was that was Jay, that was Jay in a in yeah. a in a moment of niceness. <laughs> I was going to say sincerity. Yeah, maybe he's sober. (laughs) Nah. Nah. All right. Happy 100. This is from um, Rat of 13, also known as Daniel. Yes. Greetings, Chris and Frank. I hope this gets to you before the show, but I've got a feeling I missed the deadline. Nope, Nope, you're good. 
Again, anyway, congratulations on reaching your 100th show. I found your show thanks to OTC and love the mix of pop culture, politics, and douchebag talk. <laughs> and thanks to this show, I now watch 30 Rock, Modern Family, True Blood, and when I, and when I eventually find season one on DVD, Weeds. Yes. <laughs> thanks for your entertainment, and good luck on the next 100 shows. Well, nice. thank you very much. Nice. It's always nice when people write in for the yeah, first time. That's and nice. I appreciate that. I think that was the first time we wrote in. Um, maybe, yeah. I have them all somewhere. Uh, but I, I, anyway, regardless, it's nice. All right. So how about this? What's next? Hey, guys. Leather Jacket Buddha here. Hey. Been listening for a very long time, and I just want to call <laughs> and wish you guys a happy 100th. And uh, by the way, the Star Wars show, awesome. I loved it. It's the best show ever. Uh, I don't care how long it was. Nice. Four hours or five, ten hours or however long it was. It was great. Excellent. So happy 100. You guys take it easy. Keep putting out the good shows. Have a good one. Great, thank you. Nice. Um, my wife heard this. I played this at home. Yeah, and um, she's like, "You guys did a really big star." I said, "Yeah, we." You know, she she said, "How long was it? Four or five hours?" She goes, "You didn't do a show that long, did you?" I go, "No, it was three hours." She says, "You talked about Star Wars for three hours." I said, "Honey, no, that's ridiculous. We talked about The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> for three hours." She just walks away. <laughs> Who did I marry? <laughs> <laughs> we could have kept going, but I, I know we, we ran out of space on the, on uh, the thing there. Uh, all right. This one is from Leroy, the third king. Nice. Haven't heard from him in a little while. All right. This, uh, let's see here. Um, happy 100th episode, guys. Thanks for keeping up with it each week and churning out new shows. They just keep getting better. <laughs> Sounds like things have been very busy for both of you lately. I don't know how you can manage to put out new content with everything you guys do, but I'm very thankful for it. I wish uh, the both of you the best of luck. If someone wanted to send you a gift, how would we go about doing so? Oh, that's interesting. I found something that is perfect for you guys. Link is below. It combines the greatest saga of all time with the much-needed post, Are You Serious? Chinese food. Ah. Uh, they're evidently very popular, though, um, though, and have been on back order for some time. So I couldn't get them in time for the 100th show. Maybe I could just do a gift certificate so you don't have to give your address out. Gives us a link. Welcome to Triple Digits, Leroy, the third king. Well, Leroy, thank you so much. Nice. That's nice. nice. Did you look at, did you see that I link? did, I That's did. That's pretty cool. That was nice. We'll wait until uh, till we get them and we'll take a picture yeah, and, and use that. Them up. Nice. All right, so I got this one. Okay. Hey, guys, it's Andy. Congratulations on the 100th episode. Thank you. So a couple weeks ago, I posed a question to Frank while we were at work, and Chris, I'd be interested in hearing your take on this. So let's say in 1983, George Lucas decided he'd had enough of the Star Wars thing, and he wanted to go off and do other things, and he decided, not only am I not going to make any more movies or anything else, I'm not going to allow anybody else to do anything either. So that means there are no prequels, no special editions, no books, no toys, no video games, no nothing except for what existed in 1983. Hmm. Would your image of Star Wars be enhanced or diminished under those circumstances? And you can answer this either as the diehard Star Wars fans that I know you are, or <laughs> as kind of the population at large. So, you know, what would everybody else think? And for that matter, what would your opinion of George Lucas be as opposed to what it is now? Because I believe I think I know what it already is. <laughs> anyway, just thought you'd be an interesting topic for you guys to talk about. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. Wow. That's that's an interesting that's question. That's a really, really and good I, question. I think what we should do is like answer it briefly and then give us a week to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll come back um, to it. 
If he only ever made the originals, I think that they would be viewed as really, really well made and groundbreaking. Yeah, I think that they, because there, there's been, um, I think that as the generation has grown up and the generation has the generation of the of the prequels has worked its way into entertainment, yeah, you've started to see a lot more references to it so yeah. it sort of keeps it alive which right. is nice because it's also because it's also you know out there i mean right. we've had the right. prequels there's been a lot of star wars in the last 10 years oh definitely you know to to, to sort of in, enjoy that even more but i just think that the references would feel more obscure oh yeah if you didn't have so much star wars around yeah now it would be like in you know 1992 when you could quote Greedo's lines. Now it's like there's thousands of people that can do that. Before right. there was probably a dozen. Right. You know, in in your state or whatever. Yeah, shall exactly. We say. So um but and uh, my thoughts on George Lucas otherwise, that's a tough one. That we may need to come back. I don't know if, if it would have changed. I mean he still did come up with the whole idea to start with. So Yeah, because because he also I mean yeah, there's Howard the Duck, but that's a throwaway. And Bullets over Broadway. I mean, that's a throwaway too. But he also produced with Spielberg Land Before Time, which I'm sure is generating a shitload of money for oh, him. Oh, yeah. And then Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think that he would get beat up less than he does now. Oh, he does well, you mean if up. he never made Phantom Menace? Of course. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think he would still be revered. But I don't think that you would have... Um, the presence of this stuff at Comic-Con. Yeah, definitely. So, Yeah, because if he's saying truly no toys, no nothing, it would just kind of fade. It would be like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It would just kind exactly. of eventually fade That's into a the really background. good example. Um, without the reboot, without yeah. counting that, that, that remake that they tried. Um, yeah. And but, in fact, without, you know, there may have been an attempt at a reboot. At a restart. I could see that. That would be really I could see interesting. That. So maybe I, that's another debate. I, I, I will say, just thinking off the top of my head, it well, first, my toys would be worth more. Um, well, yeah. But I don't know if it would have kept my interest for this long because one thing that does definitely keep my interest with the series so much is there's always new information, so there's always stuff to learn. And I love learning well, trivial facts. So, like... For me, though, like I never read any of the books. Mm. So for me, the only things there were, and I considered everything else outside of the movies as bullshit, okay, <laughs> as like just little throwaways or whatever, yeah. I was considered, you know what, whatever is in the movies is law. Yeah. Oh, okay? well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so for me, all the extra stuff, I mean, Star Wars was always there. I never read, like I said, I never read the books or mm -hmm. anything like that. I didn't get into that. So it was just... I mean, it was just always there, and it's always just an enormous – there's just a reverence for it because you grew up with it, and yeah. it's just sort of always been there for you. Yeah. I guess, too, it would be kind of like, like Star Trek until yeah. the motion picture came out in, what, 79 yeah. maybe? I mean, I think, I think the bottom line is that I think that there'll be – there would be as much reverence but less – to talk about less revelers yes no yes but that's yeah. exactly that was really good yeah yes most definitely 
<laughs> See, we could no. be we could be smart sometimes. Seriously, no, but that was a really really good way to put it. Nicely done. Yeah. Because that would be oh, that's the movie my dad watched. Just like I was with Star Trek. Oh, that's something my dad watched. Yeah. Star Trek sucks. Anyway, it's, it's, well, it's like if Doctor Who never got rebooted, it'd be like it'd still be you know the old series that I watched when I was little, right. and that's it. So, yeah, yeah, good question. Yeah, definitely. Good, yeah, definitely something to think about. Yeah, I'm definitely. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go get, into that. We'll come somewhere. back to that. Yeah, I like that. All right, we got one more. Uh, I got another email. Yes. Okay, because I think we're out of voicemail now. All right, um, this one is from Fuzzy Bear. Nice. Uh, Mazel tov. Hey, guys, congratulations for making it to 100 episodes. It takes commitment and dedication. No, we really just don't have anything better to do. Yeah. Uh, it takes commitment and dedication to pull this off, and you guys have shown that you have both, plus that overwhelming desire to point out idiocy among the masses. <laughs> I'll admit I was a late comer to your show, but now I can't imagine my week without it. Um, a big special congratulations to Chris for maintaining two weekly podcasts and a weekly live show at OTC. I can barely find time to record and edit my one. That would be the podcast podcast located at podcast podcast of the podcast podcast.com. So oh, by the way, we just hit 100 minutes in the show. Okay. So, oh, that's now we have to stop. Uh, <laughs> so you are my idol and Frank, I'm very fond of you too, so that you don't feel left out. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to having you guys on the show and knocking you down off your smug, superior, East Coast, liberal, elite, high horses with the world-famous lightning round. Sounds like a little hypocrisy coming from him there, bit. huh? Mm. Uh, until then, enjoy this euphoria while it lasts. <laughs> Yours truly, Fuzzy Bear, thepodcastpodcast.com. I can't recommend that show more. I threaten him to release shows like I did this last week. <laughs> and um, because he has a different guest every week, it's it's not like us. We talk about the same bullshit all the time. Yeah. Movies, TV, religion, douchebags, and Republicans, <laughs> which is all pretty much the same in that last part yeah. of the category. But still, it's 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 all different shows. Uh, it's it's the same show, but it's all different guests, which change you know, the, the focal point or the interest right. point. And uh, I really... He puts a lot of work into his questions as well, too. So, yeah, well, I'm excited. About this I'm a, I'm a, world famous lightning round. I'm excited to be on the show. So, so, yeah. Thank so that's you. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for all your um, 100 um, well wishes. I know. And, huh? um, that's pretty awesome. Thank you. I mean, 100. I just, um, I think it's been fun. I think it's been awesome. It's been great hearing from people and kind of meeting people in a yeah, way, you know, yeah. and, and just sort of reaching out i've i've enjoyed that it sort of made me start you know like look at what's important to me in terms of like talking about tv shows and thinking about shows like what yeah. works what doesn't work just for what i do you know i you know writing and, and all that kind right. of stuff it, it's really like okay you say that this is a great show why what makes it great what makes exactly it suck? yeah you know so it it forces me to kind of think about stuff that i love to think about yeah so and it is it and it really does bring me back to those the 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 stuff that um sort of spawned the idea for this us standing around you know in a parking lot at three o'clock in the morning yep for you know just time just going by just talking about shit (laughs) yeah i mean really folks this really isn't that much different from those conversations no there's just less people yeah there's yeah and and you you can get the full story when you listen to the podcast podcast. There you go. Nice little plug. Yeah, see? How's that we'll work? Be, we'll be on that one next. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. We're gonna record that next Tuesday. Tuesday. And then he's got a whole bunch of other shows that he's got before us to release, but we'll be in there. Yeah. So that'll be fine. You know what I say let him get a lot of people listening to the show, then put us on. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Sounds like a good idea, doesn't so it? So go listen to his show. <laughs> So, so it's been a great ride this hundred episodes. I can't yeah. wait for the next hundred. Oh, I thought we were just going to end it. No, it's just, <laughs> I'm just well. I was sort of because the music's fading in, so I just thought I'd say. No, stuff I meant end the show. Hurt. That's it. We're done. Hundred. Oh, yeah, we're done. Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then our next big announcement is, and then we just stop. <laughs> we disappear from the blogosphere. Yep. So yep. we gotta we gotta record a new promo. But I have an idea. Oh, good. So it's about time for a new one. Sounds good. So we will be back next week. We will be back next week. Thanks again, folks. Yeah, thank you. It means a lot. Again, because I had us turned down way too far. Of course, I know the phone number. It's 206 338 The email address is idseriespodcast at Nick. Yep, next step is to remember it during the show. <laughs> Bye. Are you still there? Man, it's a hundred of those fuckers. A hundred? End of line.